the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. As I think I've mentioned to y'all before, I grew up in a pretty different kind of Episcopal congregation. There was no hymnal 1982 in our pews. We sang uh, modern praise and worship music to the accompaniment of a Juilliard-trained organist on a pipe organ. It was weird. Don't worry, Ken. <laughs> the theology expressed from the pulpit and in Sunday school was in line with evangelicalism in the 1990s. And then when our youth ministers embezzled all of the money from the youth ministry fund, uh, I found myself going to Young Life instead of youth group at uh, St. Thomas Church. There in the basement of uh, various friends' houses, we sang the same kinds of songs that we sang on Sunday morning in church, but there wasn't a pipe organ in those basements. It was just Joe Garfinkel on the acoustic guitar. I'm glad that I have expanded my understanding of God's abundant love since those days, but sometimes I miss the music of my youth. One of the songs that still makes its way into my head from time to time is a, a song entitled All in All. Now, I would quibble with the individualistic language of the lyrics these days, but I went to seminary, I was taught to argue about things. But those issues aside, I think the words speak a truth that are worth remembering. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my all in all. Taking my sin, my cross, my shame, rising again, I bless your name. You are my all in all. When I fall down, you pick me up. When I am dry, you fill my cup. You are my all in all. That song came to mind this week as I read through the Colossians lessons for this, the last Sunday after Pentecost, commonly called Christ the King Sunday. In nine verses, Paul manages to use the Greek word for all 10 different times. All the strength. Endure everything with patience. The firstborn of all creation. In him all things were created. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things. In him th all things hold together. So that he might th have the first place in everything. In him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him, God reconciled all things. Now, most of this lofty vision of the King of Kings comes from what scholars believe is an ancient creedal statement that was probably set to music and sung by the earliest Christians. In it, we hear that they saw Jesus both as the creator of all things and eventually as the redeemer of all things. And yet even with this very high and cosmic and lofty vision of Jesus, they were also clear that in Christ, all the fullness of God dwelt in human flesh here on earth. Jesus was, for the earliest Christians, all in all. 
This vision of Jesus being all God and all human is also seen in our gospel lesson for this morning. If you haven't been paying close attention to the liturgical calendar, hearing the crucifixion on a random Sunday in November might have been jarring to you. But if we recall that this Sunday is kind of like New Year's Eve on the church calendar, it makes a little bit more sense. Next Sunday is a new liturgical year. Advent brings about year A, and we begin to prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus on Christmas. So this Sunday's lessons have to do a lot of work. They have to lift up Jesus as the King, and they also have to put a bow on everything that we've been experiencing over the last six months or so. Back in June, Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem, and we have been walking with him Sunday after Sunday to the cross. On the cross, Jesus proclaims both his humanity in dying and his kingly divinity as he offers forgiveness to those who put him there and welcomes the repentant thief into paradise right alongside. As we make our transition into Advent, making preparation for the very human birth of the Christ child on Christmas. It behooves us to remember this both and all in all nature of Jesus. As we look ahead to the anniversary of December 11th, perhaps we take some solace in the reality that Jesus is the creator of all things and the redeemer of all things. As the busyness of life ramps up with cooking and cleaning and travel and parties and shopping and cooking and cleaning and end of year work requirements and cooking and cleaning and everything else, perhaps it's helpful to remember that Jesus is all in all. We are blessed this Sunday with a reminder in Paul's words of the blessing that that Jesus brings for us. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from God's glorious power and prepare to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. God who rescued us from the power of darkness and transformed us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. The same King who welcomed the thief into paradise welcomes each of us into right relationship with God. The same King who was born in a manger as angels cried out, Glory to God in the highest! leads a choir of angels in songs of thanksgiving every time one of us who has fallen into sin repents and returns to the Lord. The same King whom God sent to restore all things will continue to help us recover from the pains and heartbreaks of life. And the same King who forgave those who put him on the cross forgives us our sins, known 
unknown. And the sins that just happen because we live in a system of sin. Jesus took our sin, our cross, our shame. And on this Christ the King Sunday, we bless Christ's name as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator, the Redeemer, and all in all. Amen.